Riding down the city with my speakers on As quiet as it's kept, this game is my home I'm grinding always, I'm grinding always I'm grinding always, I'm grinding always Riding down the city with my speakers on As quiet as it's kept, this game is my home At four o'clock like Warren Buffett kid Them non-believers shocked They wouldn't Good morning, good afternoon, good evening Welcome to another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast We got a returning guest Since we do the video portion We gotta bring everybody back on So you can put a face You know what I'm saying, to the voice yeah. And feel these stories And Lancaster's on a run We got a lot of people from the town We are gonna show Lancaster some love So please introduce yourself, King Man, my name is uh, Solo Eternal, but everybody that knows me is Joseph. Um, and I'm just glad to be back, man. Shout out to my boy Reggie, man, and this recorded man. You know your boy Solo said it, man. Yes, sir, man. So, Lancaster, I always ask people this. This is going to be a hilarious question. Do you remember DJ's place? DJ's place. Man, that's a trivia. I don't remember it, the, bro. It was like a little teen club uh, next to the fairgrounds. Okay. All right, so I think I know where it's at. Yeah. Next to the yeah. fairgrounds, like DJ's place, man. Oh, I remember we used to go up there and have fun and try to uh, meet girls and stuff like that when we was in middle school and everything, yeah. man. Uh, it was a good – the Eastsiders was going crazy at that time. Oh, man, that was a good time. And shout, shout out to New Vista, man. Shout out to New Vista and all the people out there, man. That, that white T-shirt with the – with the blue pants, uh, the K swing, uh, you know what I mean? Let's like, go, New Vista yo. legendary man! Shout out to New Vista basketball mm. team, man! Yo, you yeah. was a beast on there. You was the first Mexican dude I, I knew that was a beast on the court. How did you get in the ball, man, like that? Because there wasn't a lot of Mexican dudes balling like that. Man, I got a, I got a good, a good amount of black homies, man. I love them. You know what I'm saying? They, uh, that's all I played with, man. So I was hooping. You know, I was skinnier at the time, you know what I'm saying? So I just, uh, you know, right there on the, right there on the block, man, you know, I was uh, with Booney and all them, man, you know, just hooping, you know. Park Circle Life. Park Circle Life, man. Oh, man, if you know, you know, Park Circle Life. My my boy came from the Park Circle, man, like Jovan. used to play with Jovan and them. Y'all had a hell of an AAU team, man. Oh, we did. Yeah, Desmond. All that, man. Man, that was like, I just remember like coming on the block and I was like, bro, I ain't never seen like a Spanish dude play ball like that before. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. I remember when when we used to have our little tournaments. Uh, I forgot the name of the league, but we used to play y'all team. Y'all had Jovan and Desmond. Y'all had like an all-star team. I remember you, you played our team and you went up with a 360 spin in a middle school ah. game. I'm like, yo, what is he doing, bro? Yes. Oh, my God, man. I remember we used to uh, go and hop the fence to those nice apartments because they had a basketball court by your house. We would jump in the trash can, come out Mm -hmm. the trash can, and go play ball over there, man. 
it was oh it was such a good time man it was fun man man those are the best days man i i tell you man growing up now you know being 33 you know it, it's just it's it's first off it's a blessing to make it this far and then second you know i mean we had a blast man you know driving the the you know, the, the, the little bikes, putting the, the soda can on the back, making it sound like a motorcycle. Oh, you know? man, it was a good. Was you there one time when we was at Stater Brothers? Somebody uh, stole somebody's bike. We tried to chase him. I think I was, man. Bro, it was. A lot, was... Of a lot of bikes stolen from that place. And what was the official bike? That mongoose. You had to have the mongoose. Oh, it was my mongoose. Oh, I had it. We... Yeah, he barely bought me a, a, a mongoose. And we left it in the front. And then some tweaker just took it. Bro, and we tried to chase him. We could not get him, and they were smiling. Like, bro, Lancaster, man, let's talk about that. Like, for the people that don't know, like, how crazy was it in Lancaster for you, man? It was, like, it was wild. Like, I thought it was, like, it always got looked at as the little cousin that ain't nothing in the streets right. or whatever. But, like, growing up, when you look back at it, Lancaster was pretty crazy, bro. Yeah, because, I mean, in Park Circle, man, I mean, the people that, that really understand the east side of Lancaster, I mean, it's it's basically three different sections. And you had the first section, which was your high class, middle class. And you had, the you know, the, the section I lived on, which was kind of like middle class, where Xavier and them, you know, they used to stay right there. Pecky, you know, shout out to Pecky. Shout out to Pecky, know? man. And I love Pecky, you know what I'm saying? And then, boom, the back was just where everybody didn't want to be at. But, you know, everybody in, talked, everybody, you know, was doing something, you know, as we grew up, me and you, we, we, we know what was being done there. And yep. it just seemed like everybody was trying to leave LA, leave Long Beach, leave every city to get there thinking it's a better life. And the rent was 500 bucks. Bro. I didn't know it was that cheap, but like, Oh man, that was crazy. Cause yeah. Like Booney, Jovan, Javier, they all lived in the houses in the back, Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, y'all lived in the um, actual apartment, like Pecky, and everybody, I remember they had the candy lady there. Y'all used candy to hit it. Store? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the candy store. Oh, no. man. Y'all used to just hit up the candy store and all that, man. But, like, I came when y'all lived across the street in the uh, townhomes. That was pretty nice. Yes. Man. And I remember I was telling my wife, I was like, man, it was like you used to see people doing BMX jumps because before it was oh, a yeah. Walmart them white boys and stuff used to take them like dirt and just make a hill. And I'm like, yo, this is wow, bro. I'm like, yo, it's a whole new world, man. But mm-hmm. man, uh, we just, we just kicked it off. You was Xavier's friend for park circle, man. We just kicked it off yeah. and we used to mess with Xavier. And we used to just, man, have fun, bro. It was just yeah, did, really, really shout a, good, man. Shout out to Xavier, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody, man. I hope everybody is good and well and alive because yeah. like when you realize, like when you grown up, you're like, damn, it was kind of wild. But when you in it, you like, oh, this is just everyday life here. Like, it ain't that yeah. bad, but you, when you realize, you're like, damn, man, this is rough, man. But you always like music. I remember you, uh, do you remember that you used to bump that B2K, Gots to Be? Do you remember that song? I don't remember it, man. Oh, no. my God, man. That uh, B2K joint used to go crazy to that, because uh, I, I think that was around the time we was uh, going to DJ's place. Cause that oh, yeah. man, that was a good song, man. We had a bunch of fun 
And do you remember the little homies dolls that you used to uh, collect? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, you had the whole little homie set up, man. I did, man. I mean, and and you know what? Talking about Lancaster, man, the the skating ring, bro, with with that, with the Fugees killing me softly, bro, that mug was fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, man, bro. And then, and then sometimes, yo, shout out to Lincoln Elementary. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, those that know Lancaster and been there, we used to leave Park Circle on foot and there used to be like black ice. So cats would be, you know, no helmet on, on the bike, slipping, bam, you know, eating it, <laughs> getting right back up, going to school. You know, by the time it's freezing out there and you got a little hot breakfast right there, you know, and it's just around that time you would walk back, you know, you would see different people's houses, you know what I'm saying? You would steal the little cherries off the little cherry trees, you know what I'm saying? Because they would come around certain seasons, and then, you know, uh, it, it was just wild. And then, you know, the Hey Arnold back in the day, you know what I'm saying? When they had, like, the the, the Halloween versions and all that stuff, oh, it was yeah. sick, bro. You know, it was sick, bro. Yeah. I ain't got no shame in my game, bro. Nah. I, that's my childhood, bro. Man, it was a good time. Like, and one of the things that I'm about to make everybody die laughing, I told my wife this story. She cried laughing. Do you remember we started our own Mexican gang called LKV? Yes, we did. Oh my mm-hmm. God! And it 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 kind of, it it remind people of the movie Colors because it's like, mm-hmm. why is it one black dude? Why is it like? Why is this a Mexican gang? It's two black dudes. Oh man! And I That's remember. Right. And I remember my name was Slim. Like yeah. yo. But, Yo, this is my boy Slim. Oh my God! Shout out to LKV, Little Crazy Vatos, man, for life, baby. <laughs> People don't know, man. That that's hey, how it that, goes. Hey, that just proves, man, that there was no color line, man. You know, nah. growing up, there was no color line, man. You know, and 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 I know, you know, I was I was tapping in. So you know, shout out to my boy Jonathan, man. You know, I was tapping into his story. You know. And we, we lived on the same block, you know what I'm saying? Me, you, and him, and yep. we had other guys. Remember that guy Casper at the end? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, hey, but hey, that's another story. But <laughs> the thing is, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, go to prison time and stuff like that. And then as you grow up, you choose to go a certain way. And, you know, I, I ended up, you know, hanging out heavy in, in Northside Long Beach. You know what I'm saying? And and still, you know, that that shout out to my people out there, you know. But the biggest thing is that, Growing up, we were family, bro. You yep. know, blacks, Mexicans, you know, yep. we're all family, bro. You know, I remember going to Xavier's house, his mom's house, and I didn't know what greens were. You know what I mean? I didn't. Yeah. And Pam used to get hot. Boy, I would leave him right there on the plate, and she'd be like, nope, you ain't leaving. I said, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm not eating that. But then they're fire. You know, I didn't know that they were fire. Yeah. You never know. Just like Konya Sada. I was like, bro. <laughs> Coriander is fucking fire, bro. Like your mom yeah. and stuff, they would go to Viata yeah. and they would uh, season it for you. Man. All you gotta do is throw it on a grill. Like man, man yeah. they don't know, yeah. man. Going to the Viata, they man, they do it up for you. People love oh, yeah. Mexican candy and all of that, man. Like, and they yeah. had remember big hip wear and shit like yes. that. Oh yes. man, that. Yes. man, it's just like man, and and, and you know what it is. I think the divide happened where people go with their own race in high school. I think yes. that I think in middle school, elementary school, 
everybody cool, everybody kicking it. But as soon as you get to high school, it's like the blacks stay with the. It's kind of like you start to get the jail mentality once you get to high school, and then once you get yeah. to high school, the the riots kick off. If yeah. you know, you know. In L.A., that's just a culture. It's the black and Mexican yeah. riots every year at a certain point. It just pop off, bro. And I, I always hated it because I'm cool with everybody. So I'm just sitting there like, bro, I'm not trying to get in the middle of that. But then if you yeah. see your boy getting beat up, you're like, nah, you can't do that to the homie yeah. like that. But mm-hmm. I just think it's that divide, man. But it ne- it wasn't always there. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just a way of survival. You know, I know... I ain't never been to jail, but I know in the prison rules, it's like, bro, blacks got to stay with the blacks and the Mexicans got to stay with the Mexican. That's yeah. it. Like, you got to. It's wild because, you know, when everybody went to AV in Lancaster, I already went to jail. You know what I'm saying? I, I went to high school in jail, you know, and yep. I, I heard when I came home, I, I heard a lot of the stories. And, you know, I still I still got a lot of people that I know growing up on my Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I, a lot of them, man. And. Yep. It's just wild how certain people became a certain way, man, you know, but I, I you know, to, to, to bring light to this, man, you know, it's it's those that's been through the tragedy that can see the masterpiece in the tragedy, right? And, you know, when you go through a negative vibe and you stay alive, you got a story to tell, you know, and I think that that's exactly what, you know, Jonathan's doing through his music. And, and like I said, I ain't trying to name drop, but I do know him personally, you know what I'm saying? We do chop it up, you know, once in a while. You know, and I think it's great. You know, yeah. I think it's great that, you know, people can tell their story and hopefully help somebody out there. You know what I'm saying? Because we all been through it. I mean, you know what I mean? We all been through the same thing. It's just which way you really want to go. Yeah. And it's just it, it's just like when you're young, you're trying to figure out your way. You're trying to be a man. If yeah. you live in the L.A. area, L.A. County, you heavily influenced by gangs. It's just like. Mm-hmm. A way of life. It's a way. It's like all around you, man. It's like you can't escape it, especially if you have problems at home or you feel left out. That gang ain't nothing cooler than like seeing a crew of dudes roll through. They respected. They feared. Mm-hmm. They get all the girls. You like, oh shit, man. That's cool. I want to be down with that shit, but you don't know until you get tapped in. What comes yeah. with it, man? Like, what do you what do you say? Like your contributing factor to going that way because you had like a pretty decent childhood but you always was around it so what do you think was it for you that like damn i think i want to be a part of some shit like this for real well the story is is that my dad you know he he did have a a, a conversation and said look man you're gonna be you know your mom's saying that you're shaving your head you know you're out here thugging you know or want to be thugging he said, if you're going to be a thug, you know, be like Capone. If you're going to be playing basketball like you have been, be like Jordan, you know? So at that time, I I, I took the I took the route, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I went full-fledging, you know? And, and uh, that ended up getting me, um, you know, jail. I mean, heavy into, you know, the area, you know? And um, like I said, I, I don't regret the people I met, the people I know, the people that I lost, um, because that's all experience, you know? Um, that's what makes me want to do the music I do now, you know? I'm not a saint. I'm not saying I'm a saint. I love Jesus. I ain't going to lie. 
And I ain't, and most people say, oh, you scared to go to church? That's falsified to the max, homie. Because if you understand the power that you got with a sober mind, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I've been there. I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Believe me, all these cats out here, and I'm not hating on nobody's music, never that, right? But I'm going to tell you like this, bro. You know, what they rap about, we lived it. Period. Definitely. Like, you know and, what I mean? And, I still stay in LA, bro. My, I go outside. And there's still gang. There's somebody that got killed like six months ago, shot right there, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm not glorifying that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I'm telling y'all that like I'm 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 really, really about seeing change out here, homie. You know, you gotta be bring change, bro. You know, there's nothing wrong with faith, family, and fitness, my boy. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a philanthropist, being phenomenal or be forgotten like Eric Thomas would say, bro. There's nothing wrong with that, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How many black homies and Mexican homies that if they would get off the crap that they were taught or walking in would be the next president, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we still haven't seen a Mexican freaking president, bro. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's just like, and then... I just feel like we got so much in common, but it's because, like, especially in the L.A. area, the gang culture and the aspect of it is what keeps us divided. And, like, the people that's making real money and making moves, they love that shit. Let them fight amongst each other. Let them tear up their cities while we reap the benefits of them being poisoned to, like, things we do to them. You know what I'm saying? Like... Because our struggles is the same. You know, we fighting against racism. And if you're a gang member, whether you black or uh, Mexican or whatever in California, you getting treated the same way. Point right. blank, period. And in the jails, yeah. they're going to try to manipulate you. They're going to try to get the guards or whoever going to try to get you to do things for them. So they might, hey, they might hand off a shank or something to the Mexican homies. They might hand off a shank or something to the black people. But they want what they want done. They want their, like, just do and their, like, whatever they want accomplished, they try to manipulate. And it's like, man, it's just like we got to get off that because we fighting the same battles. We just want to make it out here in America. Mexican people, black people. It's like we know this ain't our land and shit, but we just trying to make it. That's it. But as long as we fighting against each other, it's going to be hard. But in L.A., it's just so deeply rooted. It's like a badge of honor to like go to war, like to fight in the black and Mexican riots and this and that. And it was three of them and five of us and blah, blah. It's like, bro, it's, it's wild, but it's, it's got a lot better though, man. I'll tell you that, man. I, like, I think it has, man. I, shout out to the boy. Be real too. Like Dr. Green thumb, man. Like he just, you know, the real ones that get older. Like if you make it to at least like 25 or something, you'd be like, bro, I don't know why we was on that stupid shit, man. You be like, man, yeah. we shouldn't have been on that. Like, cause you know, you you have to. You gotta roll with the gang, or they gonna if you don't feed the wolves, they gonna eat you. So if you rolling yeah. and like, yo, we about to get down on this black dude, and you like, nah, I'm cool. They gonna when they get back to the hood, hey, Joe ain't wanna put in that work. Yeah, they could get smashed. Yeah, so that's smashed. it. Vice versa. If I see Joe, like I watched something with Easy E, son, and they were saying that when he was locked up. A lot of the Mexican homies rock with him because they liked his dad. His dad did a lot for the Mexican people in yeah. L.A. and Compton. Easy e did a lot. So he said that they would have meetings and he would play with the Mexican dudes. Like, what y'all was talking about? He was like, well, don't talk to the blacks 
And the only person y'all could talk to is Easy E son, because we like him. Yeah, so he said yeah. when the riots was getting ready to pop off, they would let him know ahead of time, like, yo, E, when it pop off, I'm gonna grab you and we just gonna fall to the ground. I ain't gonna do nothing to you. They not wow. gonna hurt you. And that's a big deal in LA. That's why you saying wow, cause like that's a big deal, bro. Like, yo, we gonna give you a pass. We just gonna grab you and go to the ground to make it look like we fighting. Right. And he right. said that was his biggest thing he's seen in jail. He's like, cause that don't happen. Like, nah. When it's time to go to war, you gotta go to war, man. But yeah, sure. But yeah. He, even with the battle wounds, how how these young kids that live on a computer and on the phone and everything and ain't never been touched, you've been touched before. Tell them about your experience of getting stabbed up, man. Like life got yeah. real for you. You almost lost your life. Well, when you live in that life, man, I mean, you you got you, you got a lot of different opportunity to you know put in work or you know die, you know. And uh, the thing is, man, is that yeah, man, you know, uh, I was doing my thing, you know. We uh, had some guys roll up on us, and uh, they were way older than us, you know. Uh, at that time, we, I was 15. They was probably mid 20s, prison, all that, you know. And uh, they came and uh, they got rushed. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just back and forth. And one thing that the guys taught us growing up was take flight, you know. And we had to. Uh, we did it, and uh, that resulted in you know them pulling out a knife, hitting us. Um, you know, thank God we we made it, you know. Um, and I know there's a reason why we made it. It's because you can show people out there that, you know, you can get stabbed, lung collapse, chest tube. You know, I was on Discovery Channel, all that, to show people that there is a God out there, man, you know. Um, and I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to be religious, man. I'm just, if it wasn't real, I wouldn't be rocking with it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that, you know, going through that, Man, they said I was. They said I, I could have died straight up, you know, which means I would have never seen none of my kids, never had none of my kids, ne never been able to purchase a home, you know, never been able to make this music. Nobody would have knew about, it. you know, I was 15 years old, you know. So with that being said, man, it, it just it just happened, you know. It was a part of life, you know. We moved on. Uh, after that, I went to jail because I just went wild after that, you know, just said screw it man maybe that loca right you know just living that crazy life and uh you know it was on so so what would you say out of all of that what would you say when you was in the life what was your lowest point that you had to figure out like i'm at rock bottom and something got to change what do you think that was that moment well i came back i came back home i beat a case right i, I beat a 15 year case and I was given a, a, a cell phone prepaid and um, I basically had, I was given, the custody was given to my dad. My dad be active in Los Angeles, you know what I'm saying? He'd be really helping out the inner city. So I had a Walkman, I had Bally Total Fitness and I had a prepaid phone. And what happened was I got stranded at the damn gym right and when i got stranded at the gym i ran out of minutes you remember back in the day when you used to have the free weekends or after a certain time you, yep. get, you know right that's og right there right so bam i look at my phone i said man dude i ain't got no more minutes right 
And, uh, dude, it was like 11. Nobody picked me up. I gave my dad and, and, and you know, uh, my stepmom, I gave him my whip. You know, I, I had a whip. I gave him my whip. They're in Pasadena. And everybody on my cell phone couldn't help me. And they're all from Long Beach, right? And I'm not putting down the, the hood, man. I'm not doing that. But it just shows that you can't, like, what I invested in my whole life, nobody was going to swoop me up. I was in West Covina, bro. I was in the SGV. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like damn near 30 plus minutes away. And all the guys I ran with, they were bugging too. So I go through this cell phone. I'm looking through the, I'm looking through the contacts. And the only person that helped me was my boy Snoopy from East LA. He's a Christian, bro. And he swooped. I called him twice, dog, from the Valley Total Fitness freaking phone, dog. I was like, hey, I know because I was doing community service, right? I had a 15-year joint suspension. And I said, hey, man, you gave me your, your number. I'm stranded. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, bro, I just barely got married, but I'm going to swoop you. Where you at? Bam. I told him. Without a doubt, big guy came pick me up, bro. He said, where's your pops at? Finally got a hold of pops. The damn whip broke down in Pasadena. So we left from, from where we was at, go pick up my pops and go back to another area. So you're talking about the guy came home and had to go to work at like five in the morning. Dog, we didn't get in till three o'clock in the morning. And that was a rock bottom, bro, because I was thinking like, man, here I did. I only did a year. Right. I beat my adult case. Took a 15 year joint suspension. Took some strikes. Right. And. Uh, gang of community service didn't have no job. You know, I had a daughter. You know, didn't have nothing, dog, nothing. I had nothing. And uh, they give you a sheet on probation to call. And, uh, man, all the numbers were disconnected down there. So the 15-year joint suspension was, like, coming fast, man. You know, like, the whole going back to jail type deal was, was, was very heavy. You know, and then they would switch my POs and stuff. So basically, in a nutshell, I was basically locked in, man. Like, I didn't have no other opportunity. Um, but that one opportunity was was God, bro. And, and that guy Snoopy told me, I said, man, thank you. Because, you know, when you when you come home, you're like, man, everybody says gracias, all that stuff. You know, that whole lingo and all that. And he says, hey, man, uh, no problem. That's what a real Christian does. And I was like, yo. That just broke me, dog. I was like, ah, oh, man. Because I, everybody that's running the marathon gets tired, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to 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 try to preach to anybody, but I'm just going to tell you what helped me, you know? And I still kept making mistakes. still kept. But when you have a hard heart, bro, and you really live in that life, nobody, you can kick it at your boy's house for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Bounce to the next one, to another two weeks. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to run out. And you in, and if you're really doing it, you're gonna get caught doing something. Yeah. And when you get caught doing something, you're gonna be there with with the fellas, right? And if you pussify, it speaks for itself. Yep. Yeah. And that and that's just what it is, you know. I think a lot of it for a lot of brothers and sisters, man, it's just that they come from broken homes 
or they just in search of something. They could come from a great home. They just in search of something. And that gang or whatever and different things, it provides family for a lot of people. Like if a dude is hustling and he doing what he do, but you poor, you got busted clothes, you ain't eating, and he give you a couple dollars, after a while it's like, bro, I'm, I'll lay my life on the line for him. That's right. why like people got to understand the gang culture and where it comes from. It comes from desperation for a lot of people. Right. They, they ain't have no it's other right. options. But after a while, the gang lifestyle, it'll run its course after a while. And it's like eat or be eaten. Because a lot of yeah. people is going to, when the judge tell you, hey, Joe, we're going to give you 90 years or you're going to tell on yeah. such and such. Sure. Some people going to tell on such and such. Hey, Joe, right. let's go ride on these people. But they setting you up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you right. you my homeboy, but I'm down bad. I'm getting shot at, whatever, whatever. It's just like, if you could make it do about like that 25-ish area in your mind grows because age grow but the mind don't grow for a lot of brothers and sisters so if you make it to that certain age and make it out and realize like you did yourself like damn yeah i couldn't and you take and you take advantage of that reggie you know what i'm saying not to cut you off but yeah you take advantage of that because you count it you count it as a as a blessing right you count it as like okay i made it for some reason it's a my thing was my thing was was that I made, I beat a 15 year case. I beat being stabbed. I beat doing drugs, right? I mean, I did it all, you know? Um, Why waste my life, right? Because everybody got 24 hours, just like this jersey. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got 24, what you gonna do with it? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So I choose to grind. And you know what? I know we talk about brown and black, but I'm going to give a shout out to the white brothers too because you know what? There's some good white people out there too, man. Definitely. You know, I, I work with I work with some people from the South, man, that are phenomenal, you know, that gave me a chance. You know, I work for a major organization right now, man. And and uh, it's changed my life. Yeah. You know, they the first thing they said is we don't care about the, the facial tattoos. And I got a little bit of the laser doll, just a little bit but you can still see it, you know? And I stay covered up at work, you know, cause I, I got to grind for my family and I love what I do, right? And this music is, I love what I do too. We can get to that too, but I'm not in it for the money, the music part, right? And what I'm saying is that these people gave me an opportunity, Reggie, that nobody gave me an opportunity. I went to New Vista Middle School, man. I only made it to seventh grade, you know, went to jail, you know, damn near right when I was supposed to go to, you know, went to eighth grade, flunked, all that stuff, man. Then when I was supposed to go to high school, I caught the case. And then when I caught the case, going to YA, all that stuff, right? Um, they give you a book with a piece of paper. And a lot of us tag inside the damn book. And they, they catch you, they put you back in the cell. Right? And that was life. Right? You come back out, your enemy comes in, you, you know, you get it on like Marvin Gaye. And it's over, you know, boom. The next one, especially where I'm, you know, where I grew up, you know what I'm saying? When, when I left Lancaster, the north side of Long Beach, bro, we have enemies everywhere. Straight up. Most hated, you know? So every day, new new guys will come in, lock it up. Let's go. You know, all sizes, right? And that right there will prove to you, my boy, 
that the devil is here to kill, steal, and destroy. Because no matter what color you are, we all bleed the same. Right? And the bottom line is, is that you are more than a conqueror. Right. The people listening to this right here, you, you're even more than a conqueror. You know what I'm saying? You was made to win. You was made to buy a house. You were made to have kids. You were made to go on, on, on a vacation. You weren't made to be a drug addict. You weren't made to be getting drunk off that stuff, man. A sober mind is a gold mine. Right. But everything we're taught right now, bro, is is turn up, you know, and, and do this and do X, Y and Z. Look what happened to these cats, bro. All these all these people. Everybody on the on the rap stuff and around the globe, bro, they trying to be a millionaire. But half the millionaires are freaking unhappy, dying in hotels, bro, killing themselves, bro, addicted to medication, bro. Yep. So I think the person listening right now is richer than the folks that's really got the millions, bro. For sure. Because, you, you know, that really popped in my head recently. With Kanye West and they, you know, saying he make all his money and stuff like that. But every time you see Kanye, do he seem happy to you? Hell no. Like, Kanye seems depressed. He going through a divorce. He ain't never yeah. really been the same since he lost his mom. You know, he ain't never been the same. guy. Like, his mom was his number one cheerleader, you know. And I know, right. I know you can relate to that because your mom... Yeah. May she rest in peace was a beautiful lady that was always nice to me. She made me feel like her son. She greets you with a hug. She was All just, she was just mm-hmm. everything, man. Talk to the people about like, you know, the importance of loving your mom while they here and what do you do to cope with things in a positive way after they gone? Well, you know, shout out to my mama. You know, she's right there, tatted on me. You know, she she got hit by a car. And died in front of me, uh, you know, on the way to church. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, the one thing I could say is love, man. And if she loved, you know, she loved God, man. And that was a major part of me. Huh, believe me, um, not going back to jail was because her faith was so strong, you know. And she loved everybody, you know. You, everybody that know my mom, she. You guys were kids to them, you know, that, that you guys were just like hers, man. You know, she she would do everything she can, you know, you guys know that. Um, but I would just say for the people that still got moms, I know moms can get annoying, right? I know moms can, you know, get on, you know, get rub you the wrong way. But as long as you got them, cherish them. Because once they're gone, they're gone. Definitely. You know? Definitely. And, and that's just it, man. I mean, and me and what I believe, man, is like, I'm not going to get sad about it. I'm going to get glad about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I count it all joy when I go through various trials, man, because, like, that's just what we do. You know, we we here to we here to keep moving victoriously, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I did cry. Yes, you know, I do miss her. But, yes, I can't let her go. I can't let her go see me go back to prison or go back to jail. Right. I can't let her see me go and act a fool, become a uh, backpedaling, right? Backpedaling, going back to the stuff I used to do. And I thank God I went through that stuff at a, a younger age, man, because if I didn't, maybe I'd be going through that right now and be lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So if I experienced it at a young age. I believe that that was a blessing, bro. You know, because I believe what, what the negative, he turns to a positive. 
right? And and those that that listen to Eric Thomas, and that's like one of my major guys that helped me out. I've been listening to him over eight years, man. You know, he talks about you know overcoming, you know, overcoming, doing stuff like that. And my dad was the same way. And my mom's faith was the same way, man. She was like always telling me, no matter what I did, I come home, man, you guys wouldn't even know the way I would come home, right? And then there'd be three homies with me, right? And she'd be like, you guys hungry? Let's go. You know, here, this is all your food. You stay the night. You know, we we, we ordered WWF, you know what I'm saying? Blair Witch Project, you yeah. know, whatever y'all want. We'll make it happen, Yep. you know? And she was on welfare. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But she, so, man, she held it down, man. She, man, she, dog. She, she was the one man she just had a certain glow about her and it's like you know heaven know they got an angel when they got her because she yeah. was an angel here on earth you know that's why you know he wanted her to come home like he was that's like right. we need you but like she planted that seeds inside of you and it was like i know that it makes her proud to know that when she did leave this earth that you were on the right path you know my dad talks about that he said he was going through his trials but when my mom when his mom left she right. seen that you know he had me i was doing well we right. were living in california so right. it's like we can cry and be sad about them being gone but we got to be glad that they got a chance to see us in a better right. way because if imagine because you know john talked about that uh he lost his grandma he found out his grandma died through a letter if you would have right. found out that would have happened to your mom inside of there yeah. you would have been on some murder stuff for real like anybody coming yeah. through the yard or wherever is like yo i'm ready to hurt something and you probably yeah. would have been in that coma of rage for the rest of your life because you would blame yourself you know so yeah. it's reason why that you was able to see and she was able to see you do well man she was a beautiful right. soul also we got a shout out uncle sam you uncle know, sam rest in peace man you know, rest, rest man, in peace you know. to the king Uncle Sam, hey. another another legend, man. He was a he was a good time. But music, man, you've been into music. What was some of the early music? I know. See, we had CDs. We ain't have like you know everybody. Everybody had this now. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have that growing up. We had to actually purchase a CD. If it was yeah. garbage, it was garbage. But we had to yeah. actually purchase a CD. What some of the yeah. first like musical influences that you think you like that was like man i like the way they rap uh maybe i want to get into that but uh for people that know shout out to little rob little rob was a legend in la man. <laughs> yeah he was well i was more turned up to like uh you know Pac and and and, and uh no limit back in the day, no limit you know what i'm saying he had a little bit of cash money when that whole groove was coming out um you know, Snoop and all that, but I'm more like now leaning towards Kevin Gates, you know what I'm saying? Because I love what he's doing for the Muslim community, you know what I'm saying? He's, oh, yeah. he's doing he's doing phenomenal things, and that's how I want to do it for the Christian realm, you know what I'm saying? Like, rep it like him. I even got a treadmill right here, boy, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to drop 10 pounds, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, it's like, I I think the, the the people that I was really listening to back then was was like, Mossberg too, you know what I'm saying? Uh Ice Cube. Um I just I just like to flow. You know, I always had like a you know, get it in like Huckleberry Finn. I would always answer like that. You know, people be like, where the hell you get all this stuff, man? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, dude, it was just, I grew up like in Park Circle damn near. Everybody lived there, bro. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
Pecky's mom take care of me from Inglewood, bro. You know what I mean? Families, man. Ooh, like my I was adopted damn near, man, by the inner city. Yeah. Right. So so I, I had the languages going, man. And I feel like nowadays, you know, when I when I when I got the music, man, we were making it off of a karaoke machine back in the day. It was just fun. Right. But damn, once you start spilling that real life out, bro, it's like, man, that's a relief. Man. And that and what it is is too is that people gotta find their audience. Like people like yeah. you that come from the struggle and yeah. come from that certain LA Mexican gang culture, but you made it out, you speak yeah. to them. I remember from the first podcast, I had people follow me that knew you because they was like, Yo, like I like his music. I like what he represents. So yeah, yeah. So uh your music like uh where do you want to go with it? Where are you trying to take it and what you working on now? Well, I'm just working on music right now, going independent. Um, I started off with a crew. You know, I love them still. You know, we went our own ways and stuff. But, uh, you know, nevertheless, man, I'm just trying to help out people, man, and, and just create a, a, a music base uh, to just touch a few, man. You know what I'm saying? Just touch a few souls, man. That's it. Uh, money, I'm straight. I'm good, bro. I'm doing well. Yeah. You know? Um, we lack nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even saying that in a funny way. I mean, we lack nothing, bro. You know, my, you know, we've been in the COVID stuff and, and I haven't lacked one day. Man, you know? that's a, ble- like when people talk about that, that's going to be a big deal when you talk about like, how would you survive during COVID? And for anybody, whether it's McDonald's or in the highest, yeah. the highest place, it's like, bro, if you had any money during this time, it's a blessing. Right. Cause... Oh, it is, bro. And, and a lot of people, I mean, you got businesses. I mean, I know we're talking about the music. We'll get right back on that, too, right now. But it's real life. I'm 33 years old, man. You know, so I, my mom's dead. Right? Rest in peace. My mom, my dad, I don't even talk to him like that. You know what I'm saying? He can't even help me right now. And I'm not talking bad about it. Right? So after the podcast, I still got to go help my kids with the homework, right? I still got to go eat right. I got to eat my, my salmon, right? I can't be eating these burritos and all that to get fat, right? I still got to get on the treadmill. You know what I'm saying? I still got to do my push-ups and I still got to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I still got to, I, I still got to perform. And yeah. that's what a lot of people that only see the music, they're like, okay, yeah, the boy makes music. Oh, shoot that, you know, look, man, there's a lot of other stuff I'm doing. Yep. I live in the city of Los Angeles. Yes. I own in the city of Los Angeles. And I may be saying too much, right? Yeah. But yeah. who can say that at 33, bro? Yeah, it's, man, because uh, you already told you the difference in the numbers in Georgia versus that. I, I ain't even getting a pot to piss in, in LA uh, for the prices right. that I'm paying in Georgia, yeah. man. Yeah. And and that's why I'm so, I'm so, I'm so strong on that, on that faith because I've been sleeping in the abandoned building. Yeah, you know, when Park Circle was there, they used to make a track of homes, and not because my mom was doing bad, not because my dad was doing bad, it's because I was doing bad, right? And I chose to come home the way that they didn't want me to come home. Yeah, a lot of people can relate. They don't come home all blown. Well, I was coming home blown. Yeah, yeah, man, and they. They just don't understand it, but but your music, man. How how do you, how does it make you feel when people like I seen that you signed a CD recently yeah. and that you you know connect with P 
people that connect with your music, how does it feel when somebody like, hey man, that music touched me? It, it hum it's humbling, man, because I've had a, a strong fan base, man, you know, and supporter base, man. I don't even like to call them fan base because people supported my music for a very long time. It went high and lows, you know what I'm saying? Because I did change my style, you know, more towards a faith base, you know, because I can't, I'm a strong believer. I can't rap about stuff I'm not living, dog. You right. know what I'm saying? So I can't say that I'm doing X, Y, and Z if I'm really not even in that gym, bro. I'm not even working out there. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I thank the people that are still vibing with me after all these years. You know what I'm saying? I thank them. Yeah. And how important is it to have a queen to really hold you up, your lady, man? Like, I think a lot of dudes, man, I think even when you think about God chose women to bring life into this world, he knew what he was doing. And a lot of women, when kings were running the world and stuff, a woman was right there helping to make these decisions quietly. She probably was really running things while he was just the brains in the face for it. How how does it help you to have like a, a lady in your life to help you with your everyday day to day? She's your therapist, your coach, everything, man. Yeah. How is it to have that? It's phenomenal. Period. Just like my, my, my oldest daughter would say, period. You know what I'm saying? It, it's phenomenal because she was there when I had nothing. You know, when I was in, in, in the, in the North side of Long Beach, it's, you know, it was on, you know, she was there when I didn't have a job. She was there in Downey when we didn't have no, uh, we had no, we, all we had, bro, was a, a, a portable DVD player, man. You know, with some bootlegs and we didn't even have no pillows, bro. So shout out to her, man. Man, that's beautiful, man. But real talk, real talk, man. Then your kids, man. I know you got a lot going on. I know that you just moving and you going up, man. And it's just good to know that you alive because it just you know when you grow yeah. up, we just you know we hanging out, we having fun, and it was just kind of like right after middle school, it was like yeah, Joseph's just in the life, and you know yeah. then I heard you got stabbed before, and then I remember it was just. The last time I seen you, I think it was like right after that happened. I just seen you on the block. You was fully in the life, but you was happy to see me because it's a respect. You know, you was in the life and that could be seen as like, nah, we don't do that. But, but you, you know, yeah, but we just got a certain love. And I'm just, man, I'm just so thankful. I know I like I had to have you back on when we get the visual to let people know what it looked like, what it feels like how it feels for dudes to really just make it out. Cause we don't glorify, you know, yeah. we didn't seen some things. You really was in that life, but I always, I just had that tunnel vision of like, I just want to stay on my funny stuff and just live yeah. life or whatever. But you got in the life you got out. And I just, you know, I do this podcast to motivate and show people that it's cool to be yourself, bro. Cause this yeah, is absolutely. the real version of you. This is the version you yeah. always wanted to be. You just had to take that route to become this version of you, the family yeah, man. It may be better, man. You know, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you can get better, you can get better. I feel like you gotta get better. Yeah. You know, and 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 going back to seeing you on the block, same thing with everybody else that I know. Like, you guys is family to me, man. You know, I. I have an older brother, you know what I'm saying? Um, but he's years away from me, right? So you guys were my family. You guys are my family. So regardless, 
whatever whatever we're doing, if it's music or podcasts or just living life, man, it'll always be like that to the cast drop, bro. Definitely, so man. And before before we get out of here, man, what's gonna be the legacy of Solo Eternal, man? And make sure you give us that official your boy Solo said it after you done letting us know what's gonna be the legacy. How you gonna be known out here yeah, to the world, man? What's gonna be your legacy? The family. Educate and motivate, dog. That's all I'm here to do, man. Educate and motivate, man. And be on the on the same process with y'all, man. You know, everything that I do, I want you guys to know that you can do it too. You know what I'm saying? Um always, always strive for something better. And I promise you, man, like, bro. I haven't even touched the surface with my music yet, man. You know, I, I told my boy, shout out to my boy Multi. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I haven't even put a hundred percent of my music yet, bro. And I'm not saying that cocky, I'm just saying I wanted to make sure my family was straight. Cause as an independent artist, you do pay money to go to the studio. You do pay money for videos. Yeah, you, know, you do do a lot of things like that. So I'm doing everything from scratch, bro. I'm, I'm rebuilding the wheel. I can make music. I, I write music. It's in me. And I, I, I like the people that vibe with me, right? Um, but I, I want you guys to stay tuned, man, to see what the next thing's going to happen, man, because I'm going to be doing, you know, what I'm made to do, man, and just educate, motivate, man. And I'm not trying to get paid. I'm not trying to be famous. I don't even want all that. I just want to be able to, you know, after a long day of work, show the world through one touch on my phone, boom, hit the link, subscribe, like, comment, your boy fellow said it, and that's it. Man. And I want my kids, and, and I want I want my kid, all my kids to know that dad did live that life, but he got out that life and made something better to give life to the inner cities that I still live in. And this is recorded.